Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. What up, beautiful people? This is the Super Funny Comedy Club Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Nate Jackson. Look at me messing up my own name. Mr. Nate Jackson. Uh, owner! And we're in the building. I want to uh, introduce my uh, co-host of the show to my immediate left is... Ayano. How's it going, guys? What up? And to her immediate left is... Joy. I know we had this run-in with my first episode of you guys not knowing <laughs> who I am, so I'm just going to set this clear. I'm Joy from Tacoma. Okay. Okay. Nate and I actually knew each other from college. Mm-hmm. She came. Did you do a show? You did. Mom's Day Weekend. Mm. That's where we met. Is that where it was? Yes. Wow, I did not know that. What were we like? <laughs> was that 2009, 2010? I don't know. At least a decade. I don't like, remember. Wow. Yep, we're 10 years in. about that. I'm 10 in, guys. 10 years. <laughs> I see, yeah, you see how I try to play that off? Effects. Like, you guys know I'm memorable. <laughs> but it's all right. We can, we can do it for the show. No, nah, my memory is just trash. The way I see memory is you have a giant wall. It's like a bee, bee a honeybee, like hex. And they're rolling up little memory scrolls and they're tapping them in. <laughs> and that's already full. A new memory that's bomb goes in. You and saw pushes that feelings the movie the that Disney side. Pixar did, right? I've been saying that for like 10 years. <laughs> they just happened to have the same concept. You knew who was in that movie, though. I bet you remember her. Mike Jones. Joy. Mm. Oh, boom. Really? Yes. So was Sunshine and Rain. But wasn't nobody tripping you. on that. <laughs> I'm overused. Mm. But yes. Continue. So we got some stories, man. Let's dive right into it. Diving. Let's, Ayano, drop the beat. Um, so, uh, first thing, Pop Smoke's murders were um, convicted. The, the, well, indicted? In, or charged. Charged. There charged. we go, charged. Um, two of them are facing the death penalty, mm-hmm. and two of them were also minors, like like 17 and 15, I believe. Okay. Yeah, and the other two were 18 and 19. Really? Yes. So four people. Yeah, four people total, yeah. Or yeah, I just saw something today that said five. I don't know if the fifth person was like the driver, the driver or, you yeah. know, something like that. But So my yeah. question is, because uh, we talked about this real briefly before we started the episode, but you were saying that uh, they were just kids that didn't know who he was? Yeah, they were apparently, they just, so, okay, so before some people thought that they went after him because someone posted his address where um, he was staying in his Airbnb. Mm. Um, but then I guess they found out later when they were um, doing investigating that they had no idea who Pop Smoke was. Um, they just thought he was an innocent or they just uh, they just thought he was a random person. He was an innocent bystander. Mm. Um, and then he was just, you know, like the whole thing happened. Um, they I think later on it got into the news that he was murdered. And then that's when like the whole thing like unfolded more into like that they didn't know who he was. They just thought he was a random I feel like person. a lot of people didn't know who he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Posthumously just, is when his album's yeah. dropping yeah. and going nuts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was definitely on his way. That was definitely the time where right. his career was just taking off to such a big audience. He was 20, 20 yeah. or 21. 20. Really? He was that young? Yeah. yeah. Very young. Yeah. My man was talented and had an old mm-hmm. face. And he had a 50 cosign. I'm so. not about to play with you. Fifth was on his, Fifth said, yeah, he got it. Yeah. Yeah, he was like signed with 50 Cent's label yeah, or something. That yeah. is terrible, man. The dude had a, a, a fantastic trajectory for yeah. a career already coming together. I hate that when that happens. And I hate when music has to be influential after this person is gone. Like, you couldn't right. give them their flowers while they were still here. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm a big Pop Smoke fan now. Like, mm-hmm. he was already great. He was right. well on his right. way, you know? And it was just... It's sad that... Give me my flowers while I can smell them. Right. Mm -hmm. I was at this club in L.A. and they did... This is clearly pre-COVID, but I was at this club in L.A. and the DJ was like, for the next two hours, every music, every song I play is by an artist that's passed away. It was lit. But it was depressing. But it was sad. It was like, damn. I mean, he was going from pop to biggie. Like, he he was in the groove. Right. And then all the new artists started coming. I was like, this yeah. is low key. I mean. And that's another note. Like, <laughs> we were dancing like, this is sad as fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> My thing is like 16, 17, 18. How do you not know who Pop Smoke is? I don't know about y'all, but I was big on music in high school. Like, yeah. I don't think yeah. I actually went to class without my headphones. Mm. Yeah. I'm talking about when the CD players evolved to like little Apple minis. I was mm-hmm. sneaking. I, me and my headphones were inseparable. Like in the, in the and I knew, Yeah, right. And Drake was coming out then. So I was on 
but you're me telling too. me I-, I actually was the first person with an Apple Watch. Now I know you're gonna think like you're gonna think <laughs> he to yourself, put it on. You're gonna be like, that's ridiculous, but now let me explain. So Apple came out with the touch nano, right? And it was yeah. like square shape. Well, I was uh I was in Japan in Okinawa and I they were had they had watch um bands, bands. for the nano. Okay. Oh. So I slid my nano into the watch band. Mm. And I was literally the first person. But did you have the wireless? Because no, the wireless headphones. It was not. Like yeah, it was wireless, but it wasn't as advanced as what ended up right. being the Apple Watch. They yeah. ended up taking that off the market because the Apple Watch was coming out. Right. But you it's could run like cheaper. a photo album and just let it go all day. So people were like, "Yo, what's that on your watch?" I'm like, eh, <laughs> "Yeah, nigga, it's an no, Apple no. Watch. Yeah, <laughs> my shit no. was fire." And then yeah. the Nano, you could swipe it and it would tell you the time. So I, I was on. I was out of here. Wow. How do y'all feel about this pop smoke thing though? What's up? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? No, I like, and this is my thing. I, I read a lot. So it's like random articles. And one of the articles I was reading is talking about how ineffective our justice system is, where um, kids, right? These, they're kids. You're seven, 16, 17, 18, 19. Technically, you're of legal age, but your brain hasn't fully developed, which is why they don't let you drink, mm. which is why they don't encourage smoking, or you're not even allowed to vote in most places or get married or do those things. But that being said, it's like, what's. <clears throat> What's crime for us, what we know is right and wrong, is very black and white, right? Like, taking someone's life is a crime. It's bad. And it shouldn't happen. However, like, the biggest thing for me right now is with COVID-19, people aren't thinking about what's right and what's wrong. It's really about survival. It's At 16, 17, 18, if you're robbing and you're killing, you're not doing this because you're bored and you're 14, you have nothing to do. Mm. I mean, those are the people that have attorneys and lawyers and family members in certain connections, but... If you're, they literally were, what, L.A.? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it all happened in L.A., and, and they don't know who he is. That So that lets you know right there what kind of things that these kids are doing. They're already disconnected from a popular culture, from something that is constantly surrounding, like, yes, I know there's a lot of people who don't know who Pop Smoke is, but mm-hmm. if you're a 16, 17, 18-year-old. He was on TikTok. Is that uh, Dior? It was all over TikTok, right. too. Yeah. So that's my thing is, like, my assimilation is they clearly didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. So they don't know that there's going to be more consequences than this is just another random black person that you killed, right? No, we're now going to turn this into a, a big media thing, and these are going to be more charges than you could mm-hmm. ever think mm-hmm. of. So for me, at the end of the day, it just shines a light on how unfair our justice system is. Mm-hmm. There still hasn't been any anybody jailed for Brianna, for, you know what I'm saying, for everybody that's, that's gone out, you know? They know who, hap- who did it. They're not doing anything about it. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like this yeah. is a big deal. I don't know what happened to Meg Thee Stallion yet? <sighs> Ayana, what do you think? Um, I agree first with Joy. Um, I think another side of it also is like the people who were shouting "Black Lives Matter," "Black Lives Matter," "Black Lives Matter," and then their favorite rapper gets murdered, and then they want their um the the murders to be like jailed and facing death penalty, and it's like you know we're just trying to talk about like advocating for people who are in prison who are locked up on all these charges like really nonviolent charges and even like the you know just like just people caught up in the system like you said and then to just kind of like put that all aside to just you know kind of go um the opposite way and want these uh murders to be you know put on death row I feel like it's very hypocritical and I don't know. Like just because it happened to your favorite rapper, like shouldn't change the the, the like the the principle here, you right. know? And don't let it distract you. Yeah, and like like you said, he's high profile. Like like high profile people, like they're those people are gonna be facing like way way worse like sentences than other people too. So um, that's an, you know that's another aspect of it too, where I'm like, this is there's a lot there's a lot to it, but yeah. All right, here's how I feel, man. I feel like, man, fuck them kids. Are you guys kidding me? I sat here and let all that bullshit ride. Let me tell you, man. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Life is precious, and they took life. Whether they knew who they shot or they didn't know who they shot, you are not forgiven. That's You got to go to jail. And yes, oh, Black yes. Lives Matter. Should, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I got this. Go ahead, go ahead. Black Lives Matter can feel how they feel because the entire concept is we want equality. We want police reform. We want justice. We want the same inalienable rights that were supposed to be offered to every American is what we want. And when you don't give it to us, then you're saying our lives don't matter as much as other people. But when you talk murder, when you talk death, all life, 
is actually equal. And they took one. And then here's the thing. There is an entire thought of discourse where people say because he was pop smoking, because he was on and because he was famous, they should have seen him and be like, oh, shit, it's pop. Let's go to the next house and kill the next nigga. Like, no, they took a life. They're wrong. They got to be buried under the jail right. or wherever they're supposed to go. Because no matter what they say in court, pop smoke is gone. He's out of there. Now, fame does not guarantee your safety. Right. Nothing does. Fame Nothing. does not guarantee your safety. The only time it might help you is with the police. Right. And even then. <laughs> I saw a video of Denzel walking up saving there's, another there's brother. There's a lot of <laughs> athletes that get pulled over. They get harassed by the police. That have, you know what I'm saying? Like people, they still, they're still assaulted. People are still mm-hmm. shocked. They're, things still happen even when you're famous. My principle on all of this is just if we're prosecuting people to that degree over one life, mm-hmm. then that should be the standard for all murderers. Not saying one case is more violent than the other. You took a life at the end of the day, that person right, but no we longer about exists. Four black kids. We don't know if they're black. We don't? We, I thought I, they were. I don't think they're all black. That's no. my thing. I don't ever take the assumption that they say a couple or two, but I don't think they were all black. Okay. Well, let's just put it this way. They took a black life the same way Derek Chauvin did in Minnesota. Their penalty is going to be what it is. They took life. No matter the color of the life, they took life. And that's where you start talking about fairness. They killed and murdered somebody. The sentences will be what? If we want to go tradition and history, maybe the sentences will be harsher because they killed a famous person. But that's not my, my... Vantage point on it is the sentences will be harsher because they are, I thought they were all black. I don't want to assume it, but I thought they were. Yeah, We'd have to check. But yeah. if they're, if these, if this is four black kids going to jail for a murder, then the sentences are going to be encyclopedias right. long. Right. Right. And the same way. Too. And that's all we're asking for is equality. So you have a football player who's accused of a rape on a, a, a college campus and there's no, proof or, or or there's no facts there's no receipts we're just taking her word versus his word he's off the team he's jailed he's in he's away for 20 years for rape then you have an uh somebody witnesses a, a white kid on a swim team behind a dumpster on top of a girl who is unconscious and they say jail time would change him so much that he gets Community what? service. Right. Community service. And, and, and it doesn't have to suspension. register as a sex offender. Right. And that's where I say I call right. bullshit. And, mm-hmm. But here's my, this is my biggest thing. I believe in equality, but I'm more for justice. And when I say fairness, I mean the same people that get accused of rape wind up losing out on their scholarships and their careers and every chance at life mm-hmm. should get the same view and perspective for the girl that lies. My thing is you've, you've taken an entire life, right? They're not, they're not prosecuted. They're absolutely not prosecuted. Yeah, it's just oops. Yeah, I'm, I'm now, barely sorry. I have, to, I have to slow us down and acknowledge that my reference and my metaphor uh, leads us into a much more sensitive topic. Right. And I yeah. don't generally play around the concepts of a rape or anything like that. My whole point was just to say fairness is what I'm going for. Right. Okay? Now... That's a whole nother conversation, what's happening on campuses around the country. I'm right. That My whole thing is, I want unanimous, like the the entire thing when, when it comes to the justice system. One, I believe in reform because a lot of it is based off mm-hmm. of personal bias. That's just, it's common knowledge. There's a bias in juries, there's a bias in law, all of this other things. Um, my whole point of it is, it's just sad. It is just that I'm not excusing the decision because I wake up every day and make the choice to never put anyone else's life intentionally in danger. And that has nothing to do with me being a better person Mm -hmm. that I just know right from wrong. And it is wrong. At the end of the day, they should be punished and it is wrong. My comments are literally this all just happened so swiftly and so quickly. I mean, the investigation happened for a while, but they indicted charges. It wasn't there wasn't any poll or post or riot that needed to start for this to happen. They just knew. Right. They just knew. They had to charge it. Listen, Black Lives Matter and the movement is about unjust killings of innocent, unarmed people or guilty unarmed people. But it is about people not having due process. That's the main thing. Four kids murdering someone, whether he's famous or not famous, known or unknown, they took a life. This just so happened to be a life that showed a lot of promise and had a, a very a high potential. Yeah, right. But a life is a life. Four kids could have murdered a bum who's had the, the hardest times in lives in their life. But that's the thing about life is you can be on a low and that's a valley and then you can be on a high and that's a peak. 
there's a bum that was just singing in subways in New York. They picked him up, put him on TV. Now he's a millionaire. Wow. Same songs, same bum, new money. Well, is he a bum if he has money? Ne- let me not answer that question because, yes, that yes, he can still be a bum. Never mind. Shout out to your love life. We'll get into that <laughs> later. Now, what Whatever. I was, what I want to do is I want to transition into the next topic because we're talking about colleges, mm-hmm. kind of in a backwards way. But right. Ayano had an interesting story in regards to college tuition. Um, so all over the country right now, as coronavirus is, um, has been shutting down places, including schools, um, a lot of students all over the country have been wanting to get their money back on tuition. Um, not just tuition, but also the services that they pay for, for um, free uh, transportation or free transportation. Um, uh, what else was there? Library fees, printing, uh, room and board. I don't know if I'm missing anything, but, you know, just those basic things that are available for resources. And um, it's created a debate about whether or not they should give back money. Um, and some schools have given back money. Um, my, um, we're at the school. The uh, university I graduated from, Western Washington University, gave back students like $112 or something like that, which Each? was like, yeah, like it was like a slap to the face. Like people were like, come on, like, let's get money. And it was like $100 or something mm. like that. Like, it, And some people were like, you know, this is like groceries. Like they're still thankful for it, but they're also like, okay, well, there's more. How much is tuition? For. A house mortgage. Um, I think when I was there, I paid at most like 7000 thousand or seven I'm, I'm in debt but uh 7500 or so yeah per year uh for yes for a year for for the most expensive one yeah right so, so you he, paid 7500 dollars for a year of education yeah and and the that, whole year didn't happen and they gave people 112 bucks back yeah i graduated already so i like this is this doesn't affect me personally so but seven to twelve percent because that's how roughly it goes up every year Inflation of tuition goes up between. 7 oh yeah, and 12%. yeah, yeah. I think so mine what, started out with five thousand, then went up to six thousand, and then like a like a cool like seven, seven, yeah, seven hundred fifty dollars or so. Yeah. But they gave but, back one hundred and twelve bucks. Yeah, and like all the fees for you know the libraries and everything that I said earlier, it definitely adds up way more. So how do you feel about that in college tuition? What do you think? Is that is that good? Is that bad? Are you indifferent? I think you know there's. There's some aspect of like, you know, like like some people were saying, like it's just a little bit just for, you know, groceries or whatever, like a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks to me, you know, but at the end of the day, like these colleges make, it's a business and they should be giving kids back their money, especially mm. college kids, because they weren't also getting those stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. And for me, I got screwed over on that too, because I was a student, which makes me automatically dependent. And so a lot of people and including me and like other, some of my other friends, they were like, oh, man, like, this sucks. Like, we're not getting any payments, and the schools aren't going to give us, like, our money back. So there's the aspect of already not having money because um, the coronavirus, being out of a job, mm. and then, you know, having to pay full tuition for, like, what, Zoom meetings and, like, all this, like, extra homework and papers that they've been getting, too, which seems to be a pretty common experience. Can you play videos on Zoom in your square? Um, I think... Yeah, so, you can share your screen. Yeah, you can share your screen. So yeah, if you yeah. wind up like presenting, mm-hmm. you're, you can switch it. So instead of filming, you can you, play a pre recorded presentation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, how come nobody has sat in front of their camera for 20 minutes and recorded it? Uh, you didn't see the interview Issa Rae did for the Lovebirds. So she was doing like an entire interview with her co star, mm-hmm. and he was just like loving it. And you find out that seven minutes in, she comes in and sets down her coffee and starts talking. And he didn't know the entire time he was not talking to Issa because she recorded the entire show before and aired it. So on she... Wait, what? How is that possible? So she made a video and she had it displaying as the background. Because, you know, you can switch your Zoom meeting backgrounds. Right. So she had the video playing and she wasn't in the chair. So you right. could literally camouflage it with the whole video. Right. So she was just literally doing ad libs like, or asking questions. So what did you love most about working with me? Oh, Yeah. You remember that time? Da, 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 and he's like trying to catch oh. the questions. And she's she's very, she's acting, she's moving her hands. And then she freezes. And that's when you find out like she's sitting down in the chair. She was like, oh, that was just my, that was just a video. That was just a video. That so was, so like, it was like the world's most elaborate voicemail? It was like 
a monologue, but and he's supposed to fill in the gaps. Where right, he and and you could see he's but looking how, so how, lost. How does it know when? How long to let him speak? You know, this is what happens when you're creative. It just she just made it work, and it was it hilarious. must have just been coming. That's crazy. Hilarious. In the middle of the story, she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. And look, I do that naturally. I put my, you know, we got those aunts that you call when your battery is like fifteen percent because they run your phone dry. Mm-hmm. I just put them on speaker. Um, but I mute it, and about every minute, minute and a half, I just tap it. I'm like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. What did my mom do? Wow. What'd you do? And then I'll just, boop. Mm. Going and out and you're their favorite niece. I, top five. Here's the thing. Top five. <laughs> Shout out to Issa Rae. But I feel like somebody should be uh, already telling people how to do that, how to be dormant on Zoom and look like you're attentive. That should be a full-on class. The children who do TikToks mm-hmm. can master this. I promise you. There's nothing that these kids that do the TikToks can't They're creative. Do. They're creative. You're creative, and you, you can't Whole sit down. Oscars and Emmys. And you figure things out. You mm-hmm. got it. You yeah. got it. But the college thing, this is my only comment on all of it. I remember not getting... Uh, everybody gets... Not everybody. When you go to college, every quarter, every semester that you pay for school, the financial aid will disperse. So either you have student loans, or you have the luxury of your parents having money, or you just... Our stripper and you cash out, right? So you pay them the $40,000 for the year. So at the end of all the costs, because they're an estimated cost, so when they run them all, sometimes you get a hefty or a non-existent financial aid check. I never got one. First two and a half years of college, ever. So when I got my first one and it was $100, I lost my shit. I was like, first of all, this is great. This is amazing. (laughs) But if I would have got $100 after paying for a school that I no longer physically go to and I have to pay for my own internet? Yeah, that's my own printer. On top of that, like, I should be charging you guys rent to occupy my space and my time because I'm at home now, right? Mm. I can't go to Starbucks, can't go to the library. Mm. So I need y'all to refund me my rent deposits. All of my electricity, plus the food to eat here, because I'm now I'm ordering things in, right? Because I, I got to be in class all day and sit in front of this whack-ass computer and stare at these boring-ass teachers, which I was going to do anyways, but at least I could skip class. You know what I mean? Like, right. you could physically you can not mute, be there. though, or mute and, like, put the, like, the like turn off your camera. And I know a lot of people who do that. It's crazy. Mm. But, yes, I'm, I'm full for the refund. It should definitely be prorated. Actually, people that are going in right now, this is the thing. I heard you can negotiate your tuition right now. So if you're thinking about going to school, definitely call the financial aid office. Definitely call the office of admissions to see if they are actually allowing you to negotiate your tuition because it makes no sense. During corona only or like just in general? Well, when are we going to be done with corona? Shit, we better be done in three months. Can I negotiate my bed? First of all, you better talk, I got, I got you better whole, talk to Florida. The Super Funny Comedy Club will be opening <laughs> soon, pending Jay Inslee's determination of the phases. I need you guys to talk to all the people that are coming in not wearing masks, okay? And those people are going to ruin it for everybody. All right, here's what I think about tuition. I think that the colleges need to adapt to the times. I think they need to, uh, they need to go through how they financially are spending their money because... Tuition is a proprietary number. They're looking at how many students they have, and they're picking a number so that they can hit what it costs to make mm-hmm. money uh, and be above the break-even point. Then they go back through, and they quantify it and say, well, this was for air conditioning, and this was for the floor, and this was for the room, and this was for the board. The fuck is the board? Okay? Mm-hmm. Then they're like, oh, here's your, here's your, uh, your meal card. It's time to... It's time to update the times. You got to go back through the budget and say, all right, how do we do this when it's satellite? How do we do that when the students aren't actually on this campus? Then what you can do is you can expand because now you don't have to put all those students up. College should be booming right now. Figure out how to take the courses online, give the people their money back, and also adapt in the space of entertainment because as a comic who has made a good living off of doing college and university entertainment, that part of the budget can still go for entertainment. You just need to have the live entertainment online. You let the bands play wherever they're at and everybody can tap into the Zoom or tap into the into your school's network. The same way they all have Blackboard for taking tests, they need to have their own Zoom codes and they need to have their own Zoom access so that just those students have access to that entertainment. There's no reason why a student at Temple University that's been shut down shouldn't be able to watch Chris Rock live because the school just pays Chris a bag and Chris does a show where he's at in front of four or five people. And then they get that experience. Now, it's a watered down show, but 
yo, we just got to see Chris Rock. And he said Temple University on it. And it keeps mm-hmm. them competitive. And that's the thing. Like, how are you going to stay in business when you're not tailoring your business to the customer? Unfortunately, school is no longer like right. a, a public thing. Like, you don't just have the right to go to college. It's, yeah. And all of it's silly right now. It's beyond yeah. silly. So you're, so you're going to study what? Hospitality management? For you're a hotel management major? You're a communications major? You're, you're a, a human sciences major. And what job is waiting for you when you finish this degree that you're in school, paying a tuition that you should have been refunded? In? What job? Right. And COVID has the country on its knee. Yeah. If you aren't already in tech, if you aren't already in programming, if you aren't already in software or have learned a craft that you don't even need to go to college for in the first place, it's a wrap. Look how many people with double master's degrees, doctors, also now have OnlyFans. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I know that's right. Yeah, the student debt crisis is just like ridiculous, and, and they like, could just wipe like, it. The, yeah, the, we just yeah. y'all just made up some money, like a random number, and said, "Hey, six hundred dollars." Nobody from some mathematician came in and told the government like six hundred dollars a week is going to save them all. Twelve hundred dollars this month is going to save them all. I, no one came in here and did that. Mm-mm. So what you're saying, this is, it's all just... Selling that ass. Figure it out. You online selling ass and love and the idea of both. Speaking of fans only, we had talked about earlier... No, no, no. Don't try to say it wrong. It's only fans. (laughs) Only fans. I don't know. Fans only. (laughs) I just thought it was part of the joke. First off, I don't have a subscription yet, but when I do, I'm sure I'll I'll learn a name. We'll talk about this and we'll talk about a little bit more than that when we get back from the break. But I want to know about Joy's only fans Fans and fans only. only. Whatever. Meanwhile, Ayano's sitting here giggling quiet when she probably has a multiple accounts on there. <laughs> and we're also going to talk about love when we get back, man. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson uh, Super Funny Comedy Club podcast. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. That's right, y'all. This episode is sponsored by Supernaturals. Their mission is to help people live a super life. The main ways to do this and the way that they do this is through an education about CBD and production of full-spectrum, high-potency, organic, non-GMO products. They believe CBD can be truly life-changing for everyone and help you in your journey towards a super you. Check it out, man. Supernaturals is fire. I don't know if you're into CBDs, but this is the properties of weed that don't have THC in them. They have tinctures. They have capsules. They have edibles. They have topicals. They even have a product for your pets. It's called Bailey's Best, and it literally helps you. It says uh, it helps your pet. Excuse me. It says it's a high-quality, high-potency CBD oil for the pet community. Bailey's Best is named after their family, Bernese Mountain Dog Bailey. A big 110-pound sweetheart loved by the whole family. Bailey loves his new pet tinctures, especially the bacon-flavored ones. How about that? Not only is it bacon. Bacon-flavored. It's CBD. <laughs> so check out Supernaturals.com. That is Supernaturals.com. S-U-P-A-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com. Supernaturals.com. And get your cruelty-free vegan CBD products. Yeah, we're back to the show right now. We're going to talk about love and happiness. We're going to make a shift, an honest shift. I know you thought we were coming back to talk about OnlyFans because that's what we said before the break. No. How's that not love and happiness? I am calling an audible. Here's the thing. This is a brand new podcast. I have to admit it's new. Ayano has experience with production, but we are in here learning how to share our opinions. Bear with us. All right. So um, (laughs) me having all of the experience I have doing this, I'm I'm low-key grooming him. He's bullying us, you guys. I'm kidding. He's I don't like, care what you bit. say. A little bit. Just We're, a little bit. You're going to be a savage. Ayano, right. Ayano be, uh, she'd be, uh, I don't know the nice way to say it, but because I played football, coach would have said, y'all pussyfooting out here. Ayano, yeah. don't you be I, asking, should you or should you not give your opinion or who wants to go first? <laughs> you say your shit like you already got a billion dollars in your account. That's been my personality forever. Like, Fuck that my, nigga. On I here, was, your personality <laughs> is what you say it is. If you have an opinion, you share that hoe. That's what we're going to do. Now, I want to know this. I'm calling Audible. You have no idea what this is. We talk topics. Mm-mm. Oh, now you ain't no judge. Hell no. Card. Here's the question. If you've been in love before, what's the one thing you learned from the person you loved most? Audible. Mic drop. Wow. No. I'll go first. I'll, I'll actually take your challenge, you know, 
about stepping up and everything. Here we go. <laughs> um, well, I have a boyfriend right now, and we've been dating for about a year and a half. So I can say that we are in love. And um, the thing I've learned, <laughs> the thing I've learned, you said the number one thing you've learned, or like just. If you've been in love before, what's one thing you've learned from the person you've loved most? Okay. Um, I think the number one thing, this is very general, but I think I've learned that a good relationship is a partnership. Mm. You are like, I don't, like I, I, I say, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend and whatever, but at the end of the day, I think of us as partners, as equals. You better and talk that Jada talk. Mm. <laughs> when she talks about partnership, like I, like one of the first episodes, I, I really felt that because I was like, a partnership is like it doesn't have to be a relationship either, a romantic one. It could be even like a platonic one. Um, you're, you know, like whoever you're living with, your roommates, whatever. Um, but I think partnership is like the most like that's like the number one thing I've learned because you are equals. That's like you know stepping up to the plate when you don't want to do things and like. That that means like you know like hey if they had this thing you know like you know they did the dishes this time like this time like you know you would step up to it or like if they don't like doing this like you extend your hand to help them out um, and just you know just just kind of make each other's lives easy and whatever that might be. So that's the um, one thing you learned. Oh, one thing I thought you said like. I mean, you can make I've a list. A lot. I've learned a lot, <laughs> but like that's probably the number one thing that I've come to realize it's just like partnership is the most important thing because once you have partnership comes trust honesty um you know just like being comfortable with each other um being unapologetic and you know just like you think being unapologetic fits in there too okay well i i guess being it was almost like one of these is not like the other i guess like communication trust love (laughs) unapologetic like what are you not apologizing for oh no no not like that i guess more just like being comfortable with yourself and being unapologetic in yourself where you can just be oh self you yeah like more self Ah. not like not like i'm not gonna apologize it's more just like i meant more like a like a like a internal type of i don't don't know if that you know what i'm saying yeah i'm clear on that yeah i that's probably i once that word came out i was like i don't know if it'll be taken the right way but yeah we took it yeah, there we go. And I explained so myself. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nate? Yes? You've been in love before? What yeah, was that a like? few times. Really? You get a few good ones, like they say in a Bronx tale. Mm. <laughs> Talk about it. Yeah, I ain't got no problem talking about it. I was trying to leave you the floor so you could jump in there. Because I feel like you know love. I feel like you... I've you experienced it. Oh, he, this is... I love people. <laughs> okay? Some people think love is something you cook up. Some people think they're the chef. And That's some people joy. think it's a destination. And me, yeah, I'm a sprinkle love all on that shit. Everything I do is with love. But no, I really love people. So being in love is a nice experience. And I will say one of the best or most valuable things that I learned of within my own relationships is it's important to understand your big rocks and your little rocks. Um, and I say that when I mean like, we all have foundations in, in loving someone. We know our love languages. Some people's are acts of service. Some people are affection. That's when what- I was doing crack, I knew the difference between my big rock and little rock. <laughs> I ain't talking about Arkansas. No, I see. You know, I'm yeah. not talking about drugs. I'm talking love about the, is crack. Um, the <laughs> immovable and non-movable things, right? Mm. So knowing that family is important to me, that transparency and honesty is important to me and communi- effective communication is important to me, that these are my big rocks and my peace is not something I'm willing to compromise on ever. If I feel like you're getting me out of character too often, I either need to step back and mm-hmm. assess like what's triggering me or we need to talk about how you're communicating because there's a disconnect somewhere. Yeah. And it's not necessarily you're the bad guy and I'm the good guy or whoever. Mm-hmm. It's important to have that effective communication to, to get to the bottom of it. What would you say is out of character? Um, I'm sweet. And and sucks that I pro- everyone tells me I'm too nice, right? And I've never learned from it. But the world is going <laughs> to fuck you over 28 times from Wednesday. It is at least the thing that I can do being human so that you know I value your existence in life, right? So that being said, um, there's... There's just so much. You guys can't talk to me about love. I could go on for 20 years. I just want to know. It's a lot to All I asked you was, 
if you've been in love before, yeah. what's the one thing you've learned? To align myself with those big rocks. So From knowing the person you loved most. Yeah. So So don't take every experience of love you've had. Go think back. <laughs> no, this special to person or whatever his name so was my, that you love. My favorite ex-boyfriend, okay, we will just call him <laughs> that. My favorite ex-boyfriend taught me the importance of knowing myself mm. enough to know what I value, mm-hmm. and he can reciprocate or mm-hmm. at least translate that for me, so that even in moments where I don't feel loved, I will know I'm still loved. So we mm. could be arguing. I could fucking hate you. Your ass could be sleeping on somebody else's couch. You better call Tyrone. I don't care. Right. But you're going to blow up my phone. You're going to text me. You're going to let me know. Or I'm at least going to get the adult text that says, hey, we're going through some shit, but I still love you because they know that I need that reminder top of mind because I'm looking at our problems Every single day or whatever I'm in, my emotions run hella high. So if I'm super sad, I'm super duper sad. If I'm super happy, I'm pretty much a crackhead. I felt that. Yeah, like I I go through the lowest lows and the highest highs. So this person- Where is your middle? Where's my- I'm here at the (laughs) show. Where is your middle? Um, My professional self. Let me say this for the ladies uh, and really the men too that are high strung and low strung. You have to work on self to where you can find your just chilling, where you can find your space that water rolls off your back. It doesn't Mm -hmm. always have to think in and soak in. Otherwise, there's times when uh, your reaction is over what's necessary. I don't want to say overreact, but it's over. It's more. It's beyond what is within logical reason for the response you should have to a situation. And when you can get that under control. Right now, here's what I think combats that. This is my own opinion, yeah. but I think self love wins over all of that every time. Mm-hmm. Because if you love you, then it doesn't matter the couch. You're fucking with someone who loves you. No, 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 no. You it do. doesn't matter the text. It doesn't matter the context that a man is putting this in. I know we're not getting along right now, but I love you. That doesn't. I love me enough not to deal with what you're trying to present. I can do bad by myself. I can do great on my own, sir. Ma'am, if your self-love is intact, then you are basically wearing a a bulletproof vest. You're protected in the you're protected in the arms of God before somebody else can put their stuff on you. But that's a totally different question. See, nah, I yes. had to address where you went with it because you said that your any time that you start to get out of character. You're grown. Right, absolutely. Ain't no out of character. You may be extreme in a moment, but that is still you. Out of character, when? Everything, Terms and phrases are important, people. Let me say this, because, and it hit a note for me, because I had, I had a recent conversation with somebody else where the conversation went there. But to me, if you're going to say you're out of character, how many times do you go there before you're like, yo, this is actually toxic? my character? <laughs> And it's not that you like. It's not that you are the you are the source of the toxicity, but you react to the catalyst a certain way. You got to get a control of self. You got to get a control of self love. You have to love you to the point that it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Because then, when the person can get through that, when they can permeate your self love, first of all, that is very sexy. When a man sees a woman who loves herself. That is just that is that radiates a, a, a sexiness and confidence that we are. There's nothing we can do to stay away from the woman who is glowing, shining, doing her damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Now you can do that with a man, with a husband, with a partner, with a with an entanglement. <laughs> but you have to master self love, and that's yeah, why I think. I uh, conversely, that Jada is coming out so strong in all these different conversations. She's like, let's not get it twisted. Oh, I love me. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of self. So is Will. But if you're aware of yourself, fully aware of yourself, the same way, though, they have a heightened, they have been enlightened. I don't know if they did ayahuasca There's a or hierarchy. what. There's a hierarchy. Okay. But at the end of the day, self-love is paramount. And if you love yourself, then, then everything else will start to be like, it's not worth, like, why am I tripping on that? I love me. Yeah. 
I love me. And if the person understood how much I love me, then, then we could possibly love each other because love is not about you. Love is about what you can do and what you're willing to do and what you, for the other person entirely. It is completely selfless. Mm-hmm. It should be completely selfless. No, no. You may have liked someone a lot. You may have, you may have uh, had a serious crush, but true love is selfless. Okay. That's why it's unconditional. Okay. So it is completely selfless. Your baby can't do no wrong. And that's a different type of love. The hell she can't. You may pop, pop. I've seen vicious murderers and killers go on the news, and the mom is like, I just, it's my baby. I don't know what happened. Bitch, you locked him in the basement covered in turtle shells his whole teenage life. You did it. But that love, and that's that's a motherly love or or, or fatherly love or, or, you know, a friendship love, uh, uh, Eros love, the love between two people who are not related that are, are, you know, in love with each other, Self-love, you have to have that because what you put into the other person is, and what you get back, that exchange, that is what real love is. So, for me, have I been in love before? Yes. What's the one thing I learned from the person that I loved most? Is to cherish. And when I say cherish, I mean it in every sense of the word because the opposite of cherish would be to take something for granted. And I'm not saying that I'm not still in love with this person or we are no longer because I took them for granted. I'm saying in love, we have to make sure, like I said, it's an exchange. What I give to you and what you give back to me, that is, that is what real love is. So if I start to take for granted what you've given me, whether it's time, love, affection, patience, ass, only fans, only fans I'm just saying the relationship between the two people is discounted by the person that's taken for granted what the other person is doing for them, even if it doesn't seem like much. So what I've learned is to cherish, cherish the time that we spend. Time is the only thing that we cannot get back. Right. The minute ago is gone. It's gone. Can't get that back. When we get old and we die, you sit up and you reflect about everything that happened it did happen and you try to be no regrets you can't get that time back so it's very important that you cherish that way if somebody something does god forbid happen to someone you can say wholeheartedly i cherish the time i had with them i love them fully and you have some type of personal closure that's that's i like that because i feel like there's a lot of people who and there's a lot of reasons for it. And there's also like instances where people are very valid in their feelings, but there's a lot of bitterness after relationships too. And um, you don't see very often like two people who are still on good terms, like you said, and just like cherish, cher- sorry, cherish each other and those memories that they have. And I think it's, um, it's healthy. And like you said, it creates closure without having to like, like have a conversation where you're like, okay, I need closure, you know, like that, that is the closure, like the, like the good parts of the relationship, that's the closure. And I think that's a really interesting take because well, I, think I definitely people, don't look at it like that I think two people before. can be very amicable after they uh, have mm-hmm. separated. Right. Right. Like um, two people can love very hard and then it, it is not what was supposed to be. Right. Okay. Um, the relationship from that point on, has to consist of new boundaries, new expectations, mm-hmm. new perimeters. You're not the same person you were when, when you guys were together. That's right. it. It's not that. It's just that in the exchange of love, you're not willing to give like you gave before. And that's where you get an imbalance. Where mm-hmm. that person's mm-hmm. like, but you've had, you've had an ex that's like, but I still, I still. And you're like, oh, brother, you can shut shower shut me with anything that you can find. And it's not going to get me to give you affection or patience or time back because I consider you to have been a waste of mine Mm -hmm. because when I was doing that towards you, you weren't doing it back towards me. Right. And And it wasn't reciprocated. And so that's my biggest thing with my statement was the importance of reciprocation that oftentimes people are too busy keeping tally rather than just cherishing. Yeah. You can't be no relationship ref. You got to get your ass in this game. Yeah. You can't be worried about the score. Like who did what? Okay. You cheated last time. It's my turn to cheat. It's, it's that is not Tick for tat is the enemy of this whole situation because it's supposed to be unconditional. It is a giving that you are not counting. It is a tally that you are not keeping. No, it's, it is a literal 
well of yourself. The love you have is unconditional, which means also unending. It is the same type of love that God has for us that you're going to share with another person. That you should share. When you start saying, I gave $20, I did that, I bought that, I this, mm-hmm. I that, I that, and I didn't get back. You're already operating at a deficit because you were supposed to unconditionally love. Right. And when that person does the same thing back for you, then it feels rewarding. You feel right. the that's who you share a life with because now life is easier. Right. And How easy is life when the, when the, when your partner right. is willing to do whatever is to on make the same sure. page as you on the same page. Yeah. And you're not doing things to get stuff in return. Like you want to do stuff to do stuff. And I think that's an important part of a relationship too, where you do stuff because you want to do it for them. And mm. that's how it's like for my relationship right now. And even like a little things like grabbing my plate and putting in the sink or, right. you know, just like, oh, grabbing I got your what? Plate. plate. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just, Somebody needs to give Nick some. He's been on one all day. What, what you mean? It's a global pandemic. Well, I've been you, on you one for several months at this point. Quarantines. <laughs> I am saying. Can I'm we talk about it? <laughs> Let me yeah. get a biscuit. <sighs> I'm sick. But no, that brought me to the point of Will and Jada and their whole, I can't make you happy. You can't. You can't. I can do things because they make me happy. Right? right? Me Because I love you. I, what brings me happiness is doing for you acts of service, conveniencing mm-hmm. your life, another act of service, being expressive. Like, I'm so overjoyed with the, this experience, this opportunity just to be around you for three fucking minutes before I hop on my Zoom call. Mm-hmm. I just want, I can't keep it in. So Mm -hmm. I have to tell you like, hey, I love you. And that's my thing is like. And that is a word of affirmation. But what I would like to shift (laughs) into is the fact that you just gracefully meandered into the love languages. Like, yes. Do you know the the love languages? I do. Do you know the love languages? I know some of them. There's five. What do you mean some? What do you know? So I know there's physical touch. Boom. Positive affirmation. Uh Uh-huh. Gifts, no, words of, of affirmation. words of affirmation, gift giving, gift giving. Did we say service already? Yeah, act, we okay. said acts of service already. Those are the three that I know. You gotta write them down. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't read. Here's the thing: I didn't read the book. I've talked to people about their love language, service, so this is how I learned about service. It. You said acts of service. We'll start over. Okay, okay. <laughs> acts of service. Service. Okay. Words of affirmation. Affirmation. Physical touch. Touch. Gift giving. Yeah. Gifts, and the last the one, last one was. Um, it's an act of kindness. Is it? Is it? I thought that was acts of service. Uh, okay, fine. So Wait, what do we oh have? Geez. So I invented one. You want to hear it? Because I've been tweeting about this for a while. Uh-huh. It's called peace of mind. So it like literally encompasses you all of it. You invented a, a sixth love language? Well, maybe just the umbrella term of all of the love languages, because I feel like you have to hit all of them in order for me to like truly understand that this is your expression of love to me like it's not just i just want gift 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 gifts no i'm actually extremely practical and i prefer the quality time there you go (laughs) boom quality time frankly you didn't make up a sixth one you just redefined quality time well (laughs) i think because it falls all of it physical touch falls under peace of mind i need to know that you want me and you find me attractive so that's that's your love language that is right peace of mind to know that in this relationship, I don't ever have to worry about... But peace of mind is not a love language. It's the result of like the love language working for you. I think that's under affirmation, too. But it's no, but different different things give you peace of mind. Here's, right. This is the whole entire concept. Go ahead. Right? If you speak German and you speak Chinese and I speak English and none of us speak the same, then we're just sitting here talking different languages into <laughs> this. Right? right? Now, let's say you cannot speak English, but I can speak it, but you can understand it. So you would hear me speak English, and then you would respond in German. Right. Now, I may not know German. She might, but she hears what you say, <laughs> and then she says it to me. In, so that's the whole concept is the love languages, they go both ways. That's why you have the ways you show love. You have two dominant, and you have two that aren't dominant, and then you have the ways that you receive love. So are these your big rocks and your little rocks? No, nah, these ain't got nothing to do with crack. <laughs> what this has to do with is... When you are with somebody who is compatible with you and the way that they give love is also the way that you receive love, then you, then you, then nothing falls in between y'all, right? Like if I could care less about gifts and that's what you're giving me to show me that you like me, then I'm not receiving the affection along with the gift. I'm like, okay, I got a shirt, I got a shoe, I got a fishing pole. 
So when Winston, you asked us, what's our love language? You're asking, how do we receive love or how do we express love? Like when you ask that question, is well, it- Well, as a female, yeah. you are uh, genetically uh, and anatomy-wise a receiver. Okay. So how do you receive love? Yeah. My dominant two <laughs> would be physical touch. Clearly, because you jumped out of that. Physical touch is one of them. Hold me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like to cuddle. Um, really? Yeah, I don't. So what physical touch do you want? Interlock fingers or just pipe um, down? Okay, so I'm a... Please say pipe down. It's First, pipe down, huh? No, it's not. So We're what t- physical touch? You don't like to cuddle. I don't like to cuddle. Is it like the hand on the back when you're shopping? Right. It's, like that? Yeah, mm. it's like the hair over my shoulders. You oh, know yeah, what yeah, Prince yeah, does yeah, to... Yeah. The, the subtle cuddle. Yeah, yeah it's like right. we're somewhere. You just want some contact. That's it. Just a brief little, you know, a little seven-minute round while the chicken nuggets is in a microwave <laughs> and the kids are watching cartoons. What's the seven-minute round? Uh, seven minutes pipe of sex. Down. Yes. I knew it was piped down. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. so quiet. <laughs> no, because like it's more than that. Chicken I like makeouts. Now check this out. Chicken nuggets. I like makeouts more than I like sex. Like we could just make out on the couch for make out with this meat. See, no. <laughs> Your daughter's like, mommy, I want my chicken nuggets. No, right, and I'm on the dryer, and, and we're I'm just trying, trying to, to be bust. quiet. Oh my god. No, actually, I don't have sex. I'm a born again virgin because of quarantine. So right, okay. but your main love language That's is so physical. Touch. It is so a man wanting you sexually and showing you that is energy. One. you receive that. This he's well, nice. it's got to be reciprocated. You no, can't but just I'm be not, fine. I get that. But I'm talking about the dude you like. Yeah, he's showing you that. You're like, okay, okay. He's I feel you know love. they when they're like, girl, she got an attitude. She ain't got no dick this week. Nah, if I ain't got, I am evil. Okay, really? yeah, it's like right. an attitude. So what is adjustment. your second? Dominant love language. Because this is a deep conversation <laughs> that we're having to have quickly due to time. But I want to know, what is your... Words of affirmation. Okay. So you like to hear yeah, that you're like, awesome. You're, you're not... That's the thing. I think the context of them varies. And that's why I said peace of mind matters. Like, I want to know I matter. That's it. I matter to you. I don't have to matter to the rest of the world, but to you, I matter. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm thinking about you. I think you're amazing. You're doing great. Like... I, I'm a cheerleader, so you, I want that back. I want football player energy for top cheerleader <laughs> energy. Like, I got it for you. Let's got do it. it. Yeah. Well, Jake. Oh, hey, do oh, a double oh, touch oh, for me, oh, and I might just wow. do a split. So, yes. <laughs> got it. Ayano, too dominant. Um, Matter of fact, hold on before we move on. What is okay. your two? Uh, oh, quality time. And you could care less about quality time. Is this uh, your least favorite? Yeah, so I don't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Quality time. Y'all ain't the same person. Discusses frequency. No, I was wondering if this was the her. Like, <laughs> yeah, so my favorite? least okay, two. Okay. I guarantee time. you said that because it shocked you. That I'm like, what are the least two? You're like quality time. You're like, that's your least two? <laughs> Ma'am. It's definitely one of your main she ones. She was I, triggered. I can wait and let you expose that, but I promise you. I, and that's fine. Um, no, I realized that the lasting effect that you have on people doesn't require a whole lot. We don't have to be in the same room. I highly enjoy long distance relationships. Um, those moments that you create outside of physically being together, like coronavirus has taught me, is like the other acts of service are beyond important because you're not going to always be with that person. So if you can be creative, it requires you to have flexibility. But quality time and then um, gifts. I'm very practical and people think I'm fancy. So when gifts are bought for me and it's not something I like, I get offended. I don't want... F- Real quick, um, what is bought Botten. Um, so like when gifts are, uh, are botten for you, finna and gonna and ain't any of that mm-hmm. definitely up there. But yeah, when when they are bought for me, if it's not something that you know that I like or whatever, I just it, it's weird, it's uncomfortable. Mm. But Ayano, I'm sorry to insult your oh, quality no, no, time. No, no, no. No, I, no, I just I know I thought Watch you said this. something like because I thought earlier you said <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Hey. I thought you said earlier hey. that one was like what you like to give and what you like to receive. So I thought it was. Giving. I just want to know how you want to receive it, and she could care okay. less about a guy trying to spend some quality time <laughs> with her. He has seven minutes in between chicken nuggets to bust a nut and then tell her how dope that nut was and leave. Gotta go. I'm busy. <laughs> um, I think my top two. It kind of changes, and I've taken the quiz like a couple times, just like just mm. because I'm bored. Send or, me you the know, quiz like, after this okay, on cool. Instagram. Um, and there's actually two tests. There's one for like friendships, and one's one for relationships. Mm-hmm. And I got two different ones, mm-hmm. so um, I I kind of vary. Well, I don't want to hear but, about friendship. No, okay, not okay, the so romantic love. Okay. Love. Yeah. Um, 
I can say for sure I'm not really into gifts. I'm not a big gift person. I mm. kind of was raised that way. So, so that's just, one of the two that you don't. She's starting from yeah. the bottom, working her way up. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the second one, I don't know. Maybe maybe touch, I'd say. I'm like, I, I don't know. Touch is kind of like you already said it. But yeah. okay. The two things that matter the most. Two that matter the most. Um, I'd probably say service. Okay. And, and then it starts with the Q. Quality time is up there, but I think it's <laughs> affirmation. It's affirmation. It's You're not about to leave quality time no. as no, your it's floater. Affirmation. It's affirmation, I think, because I. it's just nice to, it's nice to, like, actually hear, like, mm-hmm. hey, I appreciate you. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for doing this. When do they say and, that to you? During when? Um, Just, quality like... <laughs> Well, we live together. My boyfriend and I live together, so. So you're like, this is all just time. We don't know what. Yes. Yeah, like I feel like I mean, there's quality time. Like there's times where we're like, we want to sit down and like actually watch TV together, or like actually like eat dinner together, or mm. go out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like I don't know. I just like. Quality, so for I don't know. him to shower you with love, it is what two things? Um, service and affirmation. Mm. Yeah, I just like the. So you like coming home to a clean house, dishes washed. I love washed. that. I love oh that. my god! He's he like, cooks. baby, he I did this because you are awesome. Yeah, and you yeah. are incredible. That's the best part. I That's love you, and you're like, yes. oh my god. Yeah, like, I need oh, it. I love you too. Yeah, right. It. And he cooks too, so like that's like it's your just, love language is food, yeah. <laughs> like mine. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, and like he cooks for like my family too. Like when we all like you know just hang out or whatever mm-hmm. and. Like, my parents are always like, it's so, like, convenient when you guys come over because you guys will just, like, cook or he'll cook. And, like, just these... Do you do the dishes then? I actually don't like dishes, but I will do dishes. But, like, usually it's, like, if we... If one of us cooks, one of us does the dishes, that type of thing. Or, like, if if one person cooks, then mm-hmm. they're doing the dishes just because they, they cause a mess. But then, like, you know, like, we'll help if each other you out. If you you shouldn't have to clean. I... Ooh, that should be a bylaw. I'm... You shouldn't have to clean? Yes. If you cook, you shouldn't also have to clean, no. But if you're like living together, or you, sorry, unless you clean living, as you cook, then that's your if that's yeah, part of your if process. You're eating, yeah, if you're yeah. eating the food, nah, you should. You got to walk around, and you're the busser at the Period. house. You need to pick up all you, the dishes, all yep. the cups, all the glasses, wash everything, so that the next time the person comes to cook, it's clean and ready for them. Yeah, to start yeah, the yeah. I'm I'm like a I like a clean Maybe. as I cook. I don't like cleaning at the end. I just put it off till the next morning, and mm. the next food morning I wake up and I'm like, and, oh, damn, oh. I got a pan, yeah. That's real. Yeah. My two dominant love languages, and then um, I should start from the bottom, too. Are we allowed to guess? So the two... Yeah, let's go, guess. Yeah, go ahead. Because you're a Leo, right? So that's a thing for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you got? Um, so I think... What's the list? I got you. Okay. So I think that service is at your bottom, like one of your bottoms. Um, and I think... Uh, quality time is probably at your bottom too, but I could be wrong. Top two would be um, gifts and affirmation for me because what I know about Leos is that you guys are very proud people and you guys, I don't know an unsuccessful Leo. I'm sorry. They're genius. And it doesn't matter what gender they are, male or female. They are very, they put a lot into their work, into their presentation on anything that they deliver. And you've Done. Seen- Ayano? <laughs> um, I think bottom two, I'd say Quality time and maybe maybe get uh, touch touch yeah. And what are the top two? Top two, um, maybe service and I don't know. You seem like you like gifts. Like you'd be like, oh yes, like I just got this new mm-hmm. ring. Like I'll tell you exactly what my bottom two are and yep. exactly what my top two are yep. when we get back from this break. <laughs> Can we guess? You want to guess mine? Yes. My love languages. Yes. What you got? So these are the ones that you receive or that you give. This is how I receive. How love. you receive love, okay? What you could do for me for me to be like, oh, you love me, okay? Yeah. Got it. Um, <laughs> service, okay, and then um, gifts. Mm. You seem like you like nice gifts. Mm. Yeah, that's so not a bad thing. It's a compliment. And then your least two favorites, also, right? You want to guess those two? Yes. Yeah. What why not? Got? Why not? Um, quality time. Oh. And touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joy. Um, words of affirmation and gifts. What's your top two? Bottom two. Quality time is one. Um, what's the other one that's not sex? What do you mean? Physical touch? No, the other one that's not sex because I picked the top two. What's the other one? 
um, service, gifts, touch. Yeah, pro- acts of service. You're a very um, manly man, so I don't think you would like women trying to serve you. But that's just me. Like, you're like, I'm going to open the door. Like, more independent. Yeah, like, no, like, you conform to those rules. But, yes, that's that's my, what I think. You want to know mine? Yeah, talk to her. All right. Review it. I'll tell you that when we get back from the break. <laughs> <laughs> listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. All right, man, my love languages. <laughs> Bottom top two. two. No, bottom two. You got to build up. Bottom two? Bottom two. Um, let me see the list of five. Yeah. Get this knocked out right away. Uh, let's go ahead and get rid of affirmation. What? Yeah, I don't need to know. I, I'm not that. I'm not a narcissist to where I'm like, I need to hear about me all the time. I take the Am stage. Everyone sees now? me already. <laughs> no, women sometimes like to be affirmed and like to hear that. But as a man, I'm like, I'm good. Okay. I'm a Leo. Okay. Mm, Royalty. Mm. I don't need to hear that I have on a crown <laughs> Tell all the time. Em. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is how I receive love. Um, I think quality time is uh, not is, isn't one of them. Yeah, it's tough though because in order to get to where I where I know my most dominant is physical touch, um, usually that has to happen during quality time. Um, that is quality time. Right. And then what's grown on me is, uh, like I've always, I think that gifts, physical gifts and acts of service are, are the same thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's Mm -hmm. somebody giving you something. They went out of their way. Yeah. Yeah. And one would be, you had a physical thing for the other thing is, well, I've done this for you. It's still a gift. Yeah. It'd be the difference between somebody who has the means to pay for a product and somebody who doesn't, right? Like I couldn't afford a card. So I made one. That's an act of service, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's grown on me, and I didn't realize it. I had to actually assess my love languages um, it was a couple of years back where I was like, well, I don't even know what my second one is. I know I need to be touched. But as far as the gifts, I would, I would, re- I recognize that, like, the shoes I had on, a shirt I had on, a hat, uh, a bag I was using, all of it was gifts. And so mm-hmm. I wear like I will wear right. to the bone a gift. Mm-hmm. And so I, without even unbeknownst to me, I'm like, that's how I feel love. Mm-hmm. It's a way. Now, if I'm done wrong or slighted, giving me a gift isn't going to fix the slight. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I receive my love. I think that's manipulation. Like when people gift you. Here you go like, with the M word. <laughs> First time. This is her M word. Yes, it is. Like, oh, I get... People mess up and then they're like, oh, let me fix it. But that is like a band-aid over a balloon for me. Yeah. It's like, you're not trying to understand where you had me fucked up. So it just depends on the gift. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you it's could, one of my other love languages, like, you know, you drop no, off I mean, a it depends on the gift. Like, you're <laughs> like, listen, you know, I'm pissed. And he's like, here is an Applebee's That gift cash card. app ching hits you different when you mad. I'm just being honest. Right, but if it's a Birkin bag or uh, a little baby Beamer, you're going to be like, I'm not that mad at him. I mean, and this is why this rich people can cheat and their spouses will stay with them because nobody cares for a cheap yeah. apology. This is why they say partnerships. There we go. Set mm, up our mm, episode. Mm. Yeah, so look, um, we're going to take a quick little break, but I wanted to make sure that I told you guys that the Super Funny Comedy Club's podcasting full service podcasting space is available. We have... Audio Technica headphones. We have Rode pod mics to go with a Rode caster. We have state-of-the-art podcasting equipment with jib arms and also <laughs> microphone and stands. And this camera quality. Dude. And the camera mm-hmm. quality is also part 4K, of 4K, right? $50 an hour. You can change how you present yourself to the world. You can get your voice out. You can get your story out. You can get your message out. Use our space. $50 an hour also comes with an engineer who also happens to be me right here. Ayano. <laughs> so uh, we aren't asking for much. And uh, seriously, uh, you can have a podcast and we'll help you with distribution on iTunes and uh, Spreaker and uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever Spotify, iHeartMedia. Mm-hmm. All of that is included and part of this. So I think it's time for you to schedule your session uh, it's $50 for an hour. I recommend probably four so you have some consistency. And uh, if you need some type of uh, session to understand 
more about developing your thoughts and turning them into something that is a viable podcast that people would like to hear. I'm down to sit with you and consult and get you right. But holler at me. Yes. Uh, you can check out the podcast. And if you have any questions about it, you can send an email to info at superfunnycomedyclub.com. That's info at superfunnycomedyclub.com. Okay? For those of you who hear something and don't understand how to spell it, that is I-N-F-O <laughs> at superfunnycomedyclub.com. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. All right, so um, with this last little part of the show, I just want you guys to tell them where they, you can, they can find you on social media. This is the wrap-up. Okay. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Iono. It's I, then like a yawn, like you're yawning, and then O, E-Y-E-Y-A-W-N-O. Um, go ahead, Joy. Oh, and I'm at little underscore Belize. So if you can't spell Ayano, just come to my page. You'll see her. <laughs> She'll be tagged. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. And so uh, my social media is uh, what I'd recommend is uh, Mr. Nate Jackson on Instagram or NateJacksonComedy.com. And for the club itself, it's super funny comedy. Excuse me. Mm. I put a piece of gum in my mouth between <laughs> he was the last on break. My head and about now giving I am some. juicy mouthed. But uh, <laughs> SuperFunnyComedyClub.com and the YouTube for the Comedy Club is officially launched. So if you could be so kind as to go on there, subscribe, like, comment, share it with your friends, keep up with the other podcasts, and also the stand-up that will be taking place on our showroom when that is permitted and permissible by Governor Jay Inslee. That will be the home and the place to get your watch on. SuperFunnyComedyClub.com. Nate Jackson, Super Funny Comedy Club is the YouTube channel. 